Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Will with ScheduleFly, and I'm stoked today to have actually two people on the phone, and they're brothers, Brent Steven and Brad Steven. They're in Wichita, Kansas, and they own uh, several restaurants, Wine Dive, The Hill Bar and Grill, Wine Dive and Kitchen, and Industry Old Town. And they've been at it for as partners, brothers and partners, for, gosh, what, about 15 years or so now. Is that right, guys? Yeah, pretty much. Yes, so 14 15 yeah 14 i guess would be accurate y'all uh you guys came i did a little research before this it sounded like you you were not the first entrepreneurs in your family is that right no no our our family is um kind of they got entrepreneurship in their blood basically so a lot of businesses so you grew up around that and uh and y'all decided and was it you opened the you opened Wine Dive in two thousand four? Is that about right? Uh, two thousand ten. Our our first establishment, um, which is no longer open, we opened in two thousand four. You opened in okay, got it. Okay, yeah. okay. It was like a college bar connected to a comedy club type place. Okay, uh, got it. And was that your? Uh, I mean, were you guys? You had y'all done other stuff prior to that? Or was this right out of college? Or how, how did that? How did that happen? Yeah, we really, we really had zero restaurant bar experience. So it was pretty much just, you know, uh, like everybody kind of says, you know, hey, let's open a bar, you know, type thing. And, uh, you know, we like to go out and party, obviously. So uh, we were 22 and 23 years old. So, uh, yeah, we just, thought, I don't know. <laughs> uh, kind of winged it really? and uh, learned as we went. Um, you know, we... Luckily, we were connected to a comedy club, and and the owner of the comedy club had uh, a long um, reign of experience in the bar um, and restaurant industry. So we kind of, he took us under his wing a little bit, because he knew that if we were successful, it would help him. So we learned a lot from him, but um, everything was just kind of touch and go and pick it up as we proceeded. So did y'all, I mean, did you just pull your money together and start that or do you have did you get investors to help or what or well, luckily we didn't need much up front because yeah. the, the comedy club floated us they okay. they used to own the bar next to them and they they uh you know we've made payments to them over you know three or four years um i don't think they thought we were going to make it but <laughs> you know uh so yeah we kind of got lucky we kind of got into a deal that you know we didn't need a lot up front and they let you know they kind of let us make payments to us to them. Well, okay. So it, I mean, obviously I'm sure you, um, you know, through trial and error, it sounds like you learned a lot. You probably had a lot of times that were hard, but you, you're still at it all these years later. So, um, something, something must've worked. What yeah, I, we learned, uh, pretty quick, you know, what, um, what was going to make it and what wasn't, you know? Um, I mean, cause you, you could see, it was basically Brent and I were the owners, the operators, the bartenders, the cooks, the servers. We were doing everything um, initially, and you know we we were able to see kind of based on our checking account balance what we were screwing up on and what we weren't. And, I mean, just to survive, you had to learn pretty quick what you needed to do. Do you remember like some of the things that were the biggest surprises to you back then that you kind of didn't know going into it blind that you figured out pretty quickly? Probably like theft, oh, you yeah. know, and then theft and probably like 
just it, like actual cost of goods sold. You know what I mean? Like how much that affects, you know, um, giving away free drinks and all that. So theft being employee theft. Yeah. And we fired so many people over the years for that. Close friends, even, you know, that yeah. we would never expect them to, you know, be shaving a few bucks off a, off a tip or off a, yeah, a bunch of, a bunch of shots. And I mean, it was mostly a cash bar, you know, in the beginning, um, you know, we didn't have like real terminals like we do now. And so, I mean, everyone was pocketing cash. What, did you, so did you run that until you opened Wine Dive in 2010? No. Uh, Grim, is that you? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know, there's a mute button on your phone. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Getting uh, some ice, man. Poor Colin. All, all good. <laughs> Making a cocktail. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, in 2007, we opened up Indigo, which is now called industry old town but and so we did that in 2007 and then 2010 opened up the wine dive um, and then shortly after that ended up closing our first bar backstage okay so yeah we were essentially more of nightclub guys actually before we got into the restaurant business. before you got in there and what what caused a shift over to the restaurant business wine was a, a big interest of ours um it started to be we, we started to just get really into wine um and and food really you know um the sports bar we started cooking and kind of learned how to cook you know as much as possible and we wanted to do more higher end stuff that would work well with wine and we just we kind of always grew up cooking too with our mom and stuff i mean she's she's a you know self-proclaimed chef is what she likes to think but um she's you know we were always cooking at a young age just with her especially since we're uh half lebanese half syrian so we were always big into the mediterranean food scene as far as what we like to cook gotcha so. gotcha and if you now y'all have four concepts now have y'all done it i mean has it just been the two of you all along or have you had do you have other partners or no it's just, yeah, just us, us. Yeah. We're, we're the only uh just, we're 50 50 on all four of the businesses so gotcha gotcha a lot less complicated yeah clean and simple that's good that you guys have figured out a way to work as uh as siblings and uh and diversify like you have i mean is that is that been like you've got several concepts now is it have you thought about growing one of those concepts or are you more interested in in the creation of 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 new ideas and kind of diversifying what you're doing well we've kind of you know we the wine diving kitchen in manhattan is kind of a it's a bit of the extension a, there's some definitely some similarities okay I mean, they're both they both have massive wine lists um you know they some of the the menu items do cross over back and forth um the restaurants look completely different um but there are some similarities and uh, we definitely want to stick somewhere in that in that more wine and food realm we're not really looking to expand the nightclub business by any means or the sports bar business yeah how would it tell me about the scene in in wichita has it changed a lot in the last 20 years the culinary scene and is it a is it a good fast-growing market i don't know a lot about wichita wichita is is huge when it comes to uh, dining out um okay 
You know, there there's a ton of restaurants here. Majority of them are corporate chains. Um, people love to eat out here. Um, but it, it, there's starting to be more of a, um, a surge in independent restaurants. Um, people are actually starting to pay more attention to the whole local scene. Um, and I think um, it's, it's definitely changed quite a bit. Um, you know, people are more, you know, we've crap breweries are opening up. Um, you know, everything, everything's moving to more local. You know, we have now, you know, farmers that are supplying eggs and microgreens and various uh, vegetables uh, to restaurants. So that whole thing is starting to move. Um, you know, we're obviously a little late to the game compared to like California and stuff, but we're, we're getting there. Yeah. But you're the, the area is late to the game, but you guys are ahead of the game with being uh, independent restaurant owners in Wichita that have been at it for a while and established good brands and good names for yourselves, which is great. And it's good to see that. I love seeing that. Uh, that seems to be happening in a lot of places. People are beginning to recognize that when you support an independent restaurant, you're, you're supporting local people and your dollars are staying mm-hmm. local and being invested locally and hiring people locally. And, and, uh, those exactly. are good, uh, good things. Let me ask you about, I mean, that's kind of my thoughts on that. I mean, do you, obviously chains have some advantages with scale and everything, but like, what are the things that you think, you know, are advantages independent restaurants have? Well, they have more flexibility. Um, you know, I mean, we, we can reprint a menu in a day, yeah. you know, we can, um, we can change a, uh, a menu item in a day, um, I think the flexibility, not having to answer to a higher power, um, not having to giving a percentage of your sales to a higher power. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's well, a lot of advantages. You can just make this, you can make decisions quickly without having to go through a bunch of stuff. I mean, I can't tell you how many managers that we've had work for us that all, that came from corporate that, you know, they just think they, it's just totally different. I mean, as far as what you can do you know creation even creation wise special wise you know oh are they are they uh they're not prepared for that sometimes or, or just not they used just, to you just can't like you just can't do certain things yeah you know there's more restrictions well, and there's so. and there's only and not just that there's um you know there's so many restrictions on what kind of product you bring in and what kind of you know they have oh we have a corporate deal with some massive brand like Yellowtail or Woodbridge, so we we can't bring in these small independent wineries in our you know, things oh, like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and the consumers start to pick up on that a lot more. Um, it sounds like, which is good. Are are y'all um are you dealing with something that I hear a lot from people in other parts of the country with labor being an issue, finding and keeping good people? Is that a challenge for you guys out there, or is it not so much? It is, it is, um, you know, definitely, I think it's, I mean, every restaurant has its challenges. Um, you know, we have some restaurants like the wine dive in Wichita, a good majority of our staff have been there since almost day one. Um, we've definitely maintained it, but you know, there's ups and downs for sure. I mean, in uh, Manhattan, which is more of a college town, um, you know, we servers are coming and going based on the school year so it's definitely a challenge especially in front of house and back of house really has it changed over the years or is it i mean has that always been an issue um i don't know i feel like we've been pretty lucky yeah. i mean i don't i mean i feel like you know if your staff's had as far as 
the front of house. I feel like we're really lucky with that. That just depends, I guess, how busy your restaurant is and how people like the management. But back of the house, I feel like, can be a struggle for sure. Uh, just because people are, you know, just jumping around and not putting their two weeks in, just quitting. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a little different with back of the house, I feel like. Well, when you say you're lucky, that's, uh, you know, I hear you. That's that's a humble way to put it, but you guys are clearly doing something right. What's your what's your style? Like, what kind of management style do you guys have? Because clearly if you're able to keep people that long, you're probably have really well, I good. I think we're pretty, uh, we're pretty laid back. Yeah. I mean, I think we're, we're younger too, so we can kind of, you know, relate to everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, that our staff, and I think, I think we're pretty cool bosses. I don't, you know. But then again, they just don't, they don't want to see us mad either, though. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, and we're we, pretty and big on reviews. Yeah, we're big on reviews. We look at those a lot, and, and you know, we let the reviews do the talking. You know, we don't we don't really need to yell at a server when they got a bad review. The review pretty much took care of that for us. Um, you know, yeah, uh, we'll, but, we'll blast them out over email and let everybody know, hey, this is what happened and we'll try to get to the bottom of it what do you mean by reviews are you talking about reviews online or secret shoppers yeah okay yeah okay gotcha you guys you guys are pretty much all the pretty much all the platforms it doesn't matter which review site it is we'll look at it okay we we get the email the minute the review comes in so yelp and TripAdvisor and all that stuff you guys are very out into yeah google okay do y'all respond to those, or how, how do you manage that? You know, we we usually do not, um, which we've talked about that a lot, whether or not we should or not. Um, I know a lot of companies like to. Um, I think that if there's a really bad one and we want to get to the bottom of it, we might reach out to that person. But we just get so many freaking reviews from all of our companies. We just, I don't know. It's hard to yeah, manage I mean, Facebook's. Facebook's a little easier because you actually know who you're talking to. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's easy to just, you know, like their review or say, hey, thanks for the review. Positive or negative, you know, it's always thank you for the review. Um, you know, but Yelp, I don't really comment back on. Very yeah. Rarely. I'm always curious. I mean, there's so many sites now. There's so much stuff going on. It's just... It's- I know. It seems like it'd be hard, yeah. to, hard to keep. But you guys are paying attention. You're 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 taking most of it. Otherwise, other than the ones where you know you can tell it's just somebody had a bad day. But you're trying to manage through that, right? So, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what do you tell? I mean, do you guys do any mentoring? And do you have people that come to you for advice? That you know that you have the conversation of. Hey, this may look cool and sexy sometimes, but let me tell you what it's really like to own a restaurant. Do y'all, do y'all ever have those kinds of conversations? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, and I know you love it, but I know there's just so much of that. What it seems like it'd be like, and what it's really like. There's a sometimes a, a, a gap in people's perceptions. I think. Well, I, initially, I mean, I think people just don't understand. At least when you're getting started, the demand that's needed of your time. Mm. Um, you know, you're, you're not going to be able to hang out with the family on holidays. You're not going to be able to take your girlfriend out on a Saturday night to dinner. Um, you know, there's a lot of a sacrifice and, and time is, is the majority of it. So, I mean, you're putting 60 to 80 hours in. Um, 
in the beginning for sure in yeah. the beginning for sure there's just so many sacrifices yeah. in that um you know it and it, it's definitely stressful because there's ups and downs and especially in the beginning you know you're not 100 percent on point with your food and your service and so you're trying to balance you know customer complaints and, and make make everyone happy front of house back house customers um yeah there's just a lot of moving parts um you have to be on your game especially in the beginning yeah 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 exactly um the uh it's just you're putting out fires potentially consistently or, or not consistently but i mean any day of the year something can pop up but it sounds like you guys have got probably a good management team in place now where you're not having to put in quite as much time although i know you're probably never really is it hard to ever fully dial out uh yeah i mean i don't think we ever really do <laughs> yeah honestly i mean when we go out of the even when we're out of the country we're still full-blown emailing and doing whatnot um there's not really a dial out honestly um and i don't understand how it's possible to fully check out unless it's at like 2 a.m um you know but other than that yeah it's not it's not smart to really yeah i think when you're in a business you have to have that mentality for sure um i can relate i we actually we went on a we took i've got three kids we took them on a disney cruise this uh, past spring break it's just for a few days but we we just mm-hmm. I, they said they had wi-fi the wi-fi sucked i couldn't check i was a, i was a basket case to be honest with you i was trying to keep it from the family but i was <laughs> constantly sure. trying to figure out how do i find out what if something happened like what what the hell do right. i do uh but i think that's a good thing people say that's that's crazy you gotta learn but i think it's good to if you can find the balance to, you know because it's it's your baby it's 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 your you know your your um, your passion well, I, and, and, uh, it's, it's good to, you know, always have an idea of what's happening and be connected. You're right. And I, I think the key word, what you said there is it's your pat, it's your passion, you yeah. know, because if, if you don't love what you do, then it's, it's easier to just check out, you know? Yeah. But if you love what you do, then that's also kind of like your hobby, you know? So you kind of always want to be connected that's right mm-hmm. yeah if you you enjoy it like you actually want to be <laughs> i don't want to be i don't because right. uh, like i hate my business i want to be gone for a week it's it's uh hopefully it's the opposite but that's the mentality and that's probably um honestly a, a big part of you know what's driven y'all's success is that it is your passion you love what you do and uh even through all of the rough nights rough days people quitting and everything else it's a it's a roller coaster but um but directionally you're always moving forward and and figuring out ways to resolve things and move on because things will always come up um yeah but definitely there's just no way around that what other things about the restaurant business um things that you see changing things that you're excited about going forward i think technology is um is is, is crazy you know just with the whole um integration and tablets and you know open tables now move to all tablets and um it, it's pretty exciting and, and and then you know we've had uh you know uber eats and grubhub and and that's just a, a whole nother dimension yeah. delivery um, is just freaking crazy right now are y'all doing yeah. a lot of that we uh, are yeah yeah yes we are it's so like, why not I mean, it's hard not to turn it's yeah it's hard to turn down the extra money no i'm sure i mean so you're able to you figured out a way to 
prepare and, and uh, package the food so that somebody can come pick it up and take it and still hot and consistent and all that. I mean, that's, you've been able to figure out a way to do that. Yes. I mean, we've always done carry out, so, um, it's just not much different. I guess not, not on this level of magnitude, you know? Um, so, you know, we just had to, you know, step it up more and re refigure out what we're going to do for, um, to go boxes and things like that to make sure they're still functional, but yet affordable. Um, but yeah, I think just technology as a whole has been kind of the main, the, the coolest thing that's been happening just you know having your beer menu put online that we have at the hill people can look at it on untapped and, or on tap yeah on tap hunter and untapped and uh, it's just all the technology there's just so much going on and how, how do you utilize it mm-hmm. but it's fun it's fun learning about it i bet it is i mean are people let me ask you so for uber eats and things like that are are people eating out less or are they just eating out the same amount plus ordering in more what have y'all seen i don't know that's a good question i think people are eating out i think people are just being lazy yeah why bother going i just want the food yeah exactly you know especially to you know i went to an office the other day uh one of our cousins has an insurance business and his whole he said all of his staff it's more delivery. He says the door is always opening and closing with delivery people coming in and out of his office. Really? The staff doesn't even want to go out. They just, they'd rather eat at their desk, you know, and it's crazy. See, those are the jobs where so, you kind of go, man, I, like I would hate that. Oh, right, I'm just sitting in that a job, office yeah. and, and uh, uh, yeah, like you kind of sure. need to get out. Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh man. Well, I'm, I'm curious. I've always wondered like how that would go down if people would just, um, I mean, for us, for my family, I feel like we would still eat, like we still want to eat out when we want to eat out. But then it's nice sometimes to, if you don't have, you know, don't feel like cooking, you I can have something brought people to your are door. Just, people are probably just cooking less at home. Yeah. More yeah. than anything. Yeah, that's probably right. Because the restaurants still seem to be just as, as busy in terms of people that are dining in. They're, okay. Um, probably like, you know, ah, I don't want to cook dinner. Let's just do burritos. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fa- it is a, it's an interesting time for sure. Are y'all um so are, do you have plans to continue opening other places or what's on the horizon? Well, yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah we're actually <laughs> we're actually we're actually in the process right now opening up one and we done by the end of this year. Um, but it's a different concept. It's a more of a European wood fire pizza oven concept. Uh, uh, yeah, so we're, uh, we're still going. Do you travel a lot to get, get ideas or how to like something like that? How do you come up with that? Yeah. Um, you know, this, uh, we, we, a lot of it is travel, um, either, you know, in the States or in Europe. Um, you know, I've been to France twice this year. Um, and not just in Paris, I've kind of made my way through the country. Um, so just definitely just picking up ideas and, um, taking as many pictures as possible, um, following, you know, people from there on Instagram and whatnot, and just kind of learning as much as you can to get kind of inspiration, so to speak. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, guys, man, congrats on the success. Um, and just appreciate you taking the time to, um, out of your day to, to share and just, I mean, appreciate the chance to serve y'all and, 
stoked to see what you're doing, man. I'm I just I'm a fan. It's awesome. I love seeing it, and I hope you guys continue to do really well. Yeah, thank you, thank you. We appreciate it, and yeah, we'll definitely get with you on a, add another account <laughs> towards the end of the year. Happy so. to do it. Happy to do it. We're always around. Um, <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Appreciate it very much. Uh, thanks for the time and uh, around anytime if you need anything, and, and I'll let you go. But really appreciate y'all doing this. No worries, good. All right, take, take care. care. You too.